Good evening, good evening, good evening, Baltimore. Hezekiah Montgomery here, host of Man in the Mirror. Truly excited about tonight, and actually we're going to bring on our co-host this evening. Good evening, Michelle. How are you doing tonight? Good evening, Hezekiah. I'm doing fantastic. How about you? I am blessed by the best and destined for success. So I'm truly excited about tonight's show. I'm just ready, where where was it ready, willing, and able to do a good show tonight because there's a lot going on. But but we're gonna keep this puppy going because the Lord gave me something special this week. So with that said, um, we are truly excited about tonight's show because tonight's topic, Michelle, is the comeback. If you've ever been through anything in life and you've been waiting for your comeback, tonight's show is for you, for me, for everyone that has been through something. You're like, when am I going to get through this? When am I going to come to the end? When is going to be some light at the end of the tunnel? When is, I mean, when is this going to come, come all together, come full circle? This is what we've all been looking for. This is what's been, you know, on our minds as we go through our journey in life. And as always, before we get started, we will begin with prayer. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we just bow down to you as humble servants. Lord, thank you, Lord, for lying down. Lord, thank you, Lord, for waking us up to a day we've never seen before. Lord, we just thank you for grace and mercy. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the comeback. We thank you, Lord, for the strength that you give us when we are going through that we don't give up, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the love, the grace, and the mercy that you put on all of us. When we don't know what to do, Lord, we can come to you, Lord. We just thank you and praise you. We continue to bless those who are listening, bless those who listen to it on demand, Lord. But just help us all just to learn and grow throughout this show, how to come back. Because, Lord, when we come back, when we walk in your, in you, in your life, there's nothing no one can do. And we will never fail to give you all glory, honor, and praise. We ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Earlier this week, a friend of mine on Facebook posted a great quote. She posted, wait on the Lord. The comeback is always bigger than the setback. And she said, say thank you. So let's all just say thank you. I liked it, and it's, it's been in the back of my mind all week long. Why? Well, if you read my book, Rediscovering Kai, you would understand. When you've been through a trial that was a set up to knock you down without the hope of recovery, you live life wondering, when will your time, when will it be your time to shine again? It's like everyone around you is being blessed. People you know who know your story are looking at you. You're still wondering, when will be my season, my turn? When will I have my comeback? The word says in Isaiah 43, 4031, international version, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. So we have to wait on the Lord. We have to hold on. We have to keep the faith. We can't grow weary. Why? 
because something bigger is coming. And when it comes, you'll be singing the song, It's a New Season, It's a New Day. A fresh anointing is flowing my way. It's a season of power and prosperity. It's a new season coming to me. So, Michelle, I just, you know, what do you think about today's topic? You know, give me, you know, I know you're just probably getting a chance because this is one of those shows that the Lord just gave me at the last minute, but that's okay. You know, someone said they liked it, and I'm like, you know, you, you know, what do we do when you say the comeback? It's like, what's on your mind when you hear something like that? Well, if I take it from a, a biblical standpoint, you know, one of the greatest comebacks was, was uh, Christ. When they crucified him, they thought it was over and done with, but he had the great comeback. Three days later, he, he rose again and took away all the sins of mankind uh, with him. He did that when he, when he died, but uh, some people didn't know that. So the same like a situation that that was, that's how we have situations in our lives. Sometimes we're going through a lot of things, and it looks like um, we're losing things, that things are dying, passing away, things are leaving us, things are changing. But then God, you know, he does this resurrection in us. He can come and bring anything to pass, really. He He can do all things. Everything on earth belongs to him. So, you know, he can... He's the one who is the author of the comeback. So he can do that for us. He can resurrect us, resurrect our life, resurrect our marriages, resurrect our jobs, just resurrect us in a whole new way. And so that's what I think of when I think of the comeback. And I've seen him, I've seen him do it. I've watched him do that in people's lives over and over again. So, you know, I know that to be true. Wow, now that's a different way of looking at it. I'm, I haven't even thought about that. Wow. Go ahead, Pastor. You, you're doing it tonight. You're doing it tonight. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, that was the greatest comeback. I, I feel kind of foolish tonight. That was the greatest comeback. No, I, just, I mean, that is the greatest comeback. He said, yeah, go ahead, like that song, Drive the Nails Through My Hand. You will see. You know, he kept saying, you'll see. You'll see. Go ahead. Do your best. Because sooner or later, I'll be free. That is the greatest comeback. I, I really never thought of it that way. But, that, that, but that's, how, that's how God, you know, that's, that's how the, the love of God is. God did so much for us that he wanted us, you know, to be able that when we're going through, when we go through those trials in life, when we are down, when we are so far down that the people look at you and scoff you, they scoffed him. When they look at you and cuss you out, they cursed him out. When they look at you and like, he's down and out, he is down for the count. But you have to be. You know, you. the Bible says, and I'm going to read, you know, this is one of the, one of the scriptures for the night. It says, uh, Proverbs twenty four sixteen. For though a righteous for though the righteous fall seven times they rise again, but the wicked stumble when calamity strikes. 
and people say, and the new king, the righteous man falls seven times, but he gets up. You know, when that man, that man may fall, that man may be going through, that man, old woman slash woman may go through, but don't always count him out. Don't always count him out because like I, like I quoted um, from the person that I took the quote from, the young lady, Miss Bernadette Stills, like I quoted from her, that was the best quote. To me, that was the best quote of the week. And she said, the comeback is always bigger. You know, when you come back, you're coming back with strength. When you come back, you're coming back with power. When you're coming back, people are going like, it's like that second win. We may be tired. We may be down and out. But God help us. When we get that second win, when people, you ever watch the movies where they think the person is down and people keep talking to them and keep talking to them and keep talking to them, you know, the fight is, they think the fight is over. Like Rocky, you know, you know, his comeback mm-hmm. was better. You know, you know, he thought the fight was over and they kept talking to him. Okay, I'm telling my age, but that's okay. He's like, Rocky. But, um, you know, they kept talking to him and talking to him, and he, he made him get up, and he started pounding and pounding and pounding. That's the comeback. That is the comeback. When Satan thinks you're down and out, when Satan thinks he has won, when Satan thinks, yeah, I got him, I got her, she, she down, she down, she ain't going nowhere. She's stuck in his rut. But then, you know, we got to continue to wait. Waiting is the hardest part. Lord knows waiting is the hardest part. I'll say it again for those who never heard it. Lord knows waiting is the hardest part. Because as we're waiting, you know, God is doing his thing. We don't like it. Mm-mm, we don't like it. Because we're, we're like God. You, sometimes you think that God forgot about you. But the word says the cattle on a thousand hills are his. So sometimes we do think, I'll be honest, did you forget me? You know, like I said, all my friends are prospering. You know, the, you know, everybody's getting theirs, they're getting theirs, and you're like, okay. Especially if you're looking for a job and everybody got a job and you've been out of a job for a long time and you've been out <laughs> for a long time and you're like, everyone's getting a job but you. Everyone is getting a job but you. But then the Lord is saying, continue to wait. Continue to wait. But then, because God is, you know, when you wait, God is setting you up. You know, he is setting you up. He is setting you up. So when people look at you, they're going to say, well, God, he is blessed. Or she is blessed. He's continued to set you up. You know, we waiting and waiting and waiting. We're probably panicking. Bill's still coming in. Everything is still coming in. You know, people still knocking at your door. Phone's still going off. But you just waiting because you don't even know that your comeback is around the corner. Just, that, that was a major setback, but your comeback is around the corner. You know, yes, you know, and, and um, like she said, that setback, your comeback is going to be better than your setback. But I like um, – like the verse says in Isaiah, it says, those who wait, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. You're going to be strengthened every time you go through something. Yeah, I got through that battle. All right, fine. All right, Satan thought he won. Yeah, he ain't win. So, yeah, because God is slowly building you. You don't know what's going on. 
you just know you're going through a process that you don't know, Lord, I don't know, Michelle. I just don't know. You know, the, the bill collector still calling you on the phone. They're still knocking on your door. I just don't know what's going on. But it's, God is putting you through that process. He's putting you through that process. No, you know what? I got you. Now, you may be going through, and he keeps saying, I got you. You're still going through. You, Some of us, sometimes we cry. You know, like, Lord, what is going on? But he's telling us that he's got you. He's got you. He's not going to let you fall. You may slip. It's all it says in Psalms. You may slip, but he won't let you fall. People don't understand what he mean, what is meant by that. Yeah, we're going to stumble. We're going to, we're going to trip. You may trip. You may slip, but you will not fall because he's going to continue to hold you up. You may not know what you're going through or why you're going through, but he is still going to continue. He's setting you up. He's setting you up for something that you did not even know was going to happen. And he does that for a reason. And the reason is if we do it, we're going to try to boast about it. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did it with my power. But you know it's God when you ain't had nothing to do with it, Michelle. You ain't had nothing to do with it. I mean, I'll say it again. When you ain't had nothing to do with it, but it happened. You don't even know how it happened. You wasn't even expecting it to happen, but it happened. <laughs> any um, you know any what? comments, Michelle? No, I was gonna say I, I was gonna say you you know what? That's exactly how he works. I always tell people the one of the ways that I I know of God. Yes, He reveals things to us when we when when we're going through sometimes. But one of the ways that I I always know that God is in it is because he always does it so much bigger and better and more amazing than I would have even thought. And most of the time, there's a, 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 a lot of irony in the situation. Like, you would have never expected things to turn out the way they did, and it just seems like um, favor is over the whole situation and you don't have to work for it. And when, when, while I'm saying this, you know, we need to remember that sometimes we are breaking our necks trying to do things ourselves because we think it's all in our hands. But we know that it's not all in our hands. God told us it wasn't all in our hands. He told us, you know, those of us who feel heavy burdened, we need to lay those burdens on him. And so we, <laughs> he will carry the burdens for us. We need to pick up the cross and follow him. He'll deal with the burdens. So, you know, Amen. he does it. He does it in a way that's just so much larger than you would have ever thought or that's so um, amazing or, you know, wonderful that you just have to stop and, and just look at the goodness of God sometimes because of how he just handles situations in your life. It's from things as simple, because we've heard um, this kind of testimony a, a, a million times, and, and sometimes I think we take these things for granted. But we've heard the people say, I didn't even know how I was going to, this bill was going to get paid or how something was going to get paid. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And I just, <laughs> and I 
and I just prayed. I just prayed about it. I just left it alone because I, I, what could I do? You know, I couldn't do anything. And the Lord just come. Checks arrive in the mail. People call you up and said, did you need some help? You know, the Lord was had you on my mind. You know, all kind of stuff. He just uses angels from everywhere. You know, even down to the point that because um, even I, I in my life I've had this situation where I was just dreading something, something I had to pay or bill or something like that, and it would it would be the um, pe- you know the people who I would have to deal with that I just was avoiding for a minute to so I could get myself together, get my mind right, and so when you finally call them, they're like, oh okay, well. Yeah, we'll work with you. You know, we'll do this, we'll do that, and it's just like, oh my God, what? You know, <laughs> why did I take so long? Amen. Again? Hallelujah. But it's like, it's like he goes before you. He goes before you get there. Before you get there, he's already been, and he's already whispered in somebody's ear, settled it in somebody's mind, gave it to they, you know, them as as a, something that they should do or could do or you know, wanted to do even, and you get there, you know, all anxious and and and, and worried sometimes, and then they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> and it's just, it's just amazing. God is truly amazing. We we just sometimes we just don't even uh, realize the greatness of God. And and I uh, posted a post on Facebook recently. Because, you know, he had just done so many things back to back for me. And he just done, he'd just been working and moving and going before me in a lot of different things. And I just was sitting back and I almost was brought to tears just thinking about the goodness of God. And that's what I had to post. I just posted, you know, was saying just sitting back and thinking about the utter greatness of God and how wonderful he is. <laughs> and I just had to post that. That was that was the end of my post or two and that was it. That's all I had to say to the people because that's what was going on. I had just sat back for a moment and was almost brought to tears by the sheer goodness of God. Amen. Amen. You're listening live with Hezekiah L. Montgomery. And Michelle Johnson, host and co-host of Man in the Mirror, as we are talking about the comeback. You hear these great things on TV talking about the comeback. I'm going to go see that movie. But we're talking about the real deal. We're talking about life. You can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the mirror. And join in. You can come in. You can comment. You can tell us about your comeback because everybody has a story about the comeback. Everybody has a story about, you know what, God is truly blessing me. I was going through this, and all of a sudden, and I, I just have to hand it to Michelle. She started off right. Jesus Christ had the greatest comeback because Satan thought he had him. He Oh, he was he not come out. He was on the cross and said he was laughing at him and mocking him like, yeah. Is over. You're. It's done. I won this. 
And we know what happened three days later. We don't call it Easter on this show. We call it the resurrection. Resurrection day. When Christ arose, that was the greatest comeback. That was the greatest comeback because he came back. And that's what he does for us. You know, when we're going through, when we don't understand, when we're waiting, when we are, we don't like to wait. I don't even like to wait. So if I know I don't like to wait, I'm sure you guys don't like to wait when you're going, you know, when, when you're looking, waiting on that job, when you've got so much paper that, you know, applications be put in and stuff like that, you're like, when is it going to be my turn? When am I going to be able to move on? When you've been through those struggles, that's what we call this show, Man in America. When we're looking in the Word, when we've been through our struggles and looking at ourselves, when will it be my turn? That's why we, I love our mantra, real people, real stories, real overcomers, people who have gone through something and they are looking for that light at the end of the tunnel. You know, they're looking for their comeback, but they, I mean, it's like, it's there. I mean, of us quit. We stop Michelle. I mean, we're like, okay, it, they don't know. But at that very moment when you're about to quit, you don't know God is about to drop kick that blessing from heaven down to you that you gave up. <laughs> but you stopped. I mean, as soon as you turn around, he will drop kicking it from heaven, and it was going to be right in your – that job was coming straight to you, and you turned away from it. Or, whatever, you know, whatever blessing you were looking for, that husband, that wife, you know, sometimes, anytime we go looking for it, but sometimes, you know what, if you know what I know, just let it come to you because many times we go looking for the wrong blessings and they end up sometimes being a curse. And I'm going to keep it real. You're looking for this blessing, but sometimes and because we're not doing it the way God wants us to be. And then we can go back to a show we did a few weeks ago when you want to be spiritually aligned with Christ, when you want to be spiritually aligned and walk with God, you have to be obedient. You know, we think we will be. The main times we're not obedient because we're not opening up the word. We're not doing what the word says. To be in alignment, like we go align our cars because many of us love our vehicles. We don't want, you know, we don't, we ain't got a lot of money. So we want to make sure those <laughs> the car is aligned correctly so we won't, those tires won't wear. If we love our vehicles that much, we should love God more. They say, you know what, I want to be in spiritual alignment. So when these blessings start to come, when they start to come, we'll be ready. They may knock us off our feet because, you know, we're not looking for them, and they just come. And when that comeback, when that comeback starts to come, when that comeback happens, it's it's going to be something that's going to knock you on your feet because it's just going to be that, like the song says, awesome. Because when God does something, he does it right. We can't take the credit for it. Your mama can't take the credit for it. Your daddy can't. The pastor can't even take the credit for it. Because we try to take the credit for stuff when, you know, like you said earlier, we try to take the credit for it. But we can't because that's not how God works. You know, he loves us enough that He's not going to let us, he may let us suffer a little bit just to get our attention. But once that suffering has stopped, once we come to that point where he said, okay, my son, my daughter, it's your time, it's your season, it's about to happen. And when it does, Michelle, 
it's going to be something that's just going to blow your, it's going to be a mind-blowing experience. When it happens, it's going to be mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Any more comments, Michelle? Amen. I'm on board with you because that that's what I see. I've seen it personally in my life, and I've seen it in the lives of others, you know, around me. But uh, God, He just He's in the in the blessing. Isn't that a song? He's in the blessing business. He truly uh-huh. is in the blessing business, and you know that that Deuteronomy um, was it twenty eight. Deuteronomy 28, you know, that is, that is really, that's not a joke. You know, those things that, uh, you know, the Bible talks about uh, as far as how God will bless us, you know, they are for real. Like, <laughs> that is in the word of God, and it's for real. God will truly and really bless you that way. And I like what you said which is the part, because we, we like to hear about the blessings, but we don't like to talk about the obedience part. And so that truly is, you know, the blessing, that's just something God can do. And mind you, in the Word, it even tells us that, you know, he can He can bless who he may, who he wants to, whoever he decides to bless, you know, he can bless you. You know, it could be a, a person who just does evil 24 hours a day, but he will bless them, especially if it can be used to bring him glory and to bring, to maybe even bring them in line. He will he will bless them anyway, even though they do evil 24 hours a day. But, you know, God still looks for ways to be a blessing to us, but even more so the ones who are being obedient. God will bless you in that Deuteronomy 28 kind of way. Um, and I just want to, I'm I'm just going it, to, it's a little long, but I want to read it because I want people to realize. And, yes, um, some of the terminology and the things, I'm going to read the new, um, new International Version, but some of the terminology and the things may sound, you know, like something you quaint, you cannot equate with today, but just, Think not in terms of things or what's going on, but think think of, you know, just in general how God can bless your life. So Deuteronomy 28, it says, If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. Basically, that means mm. you're going to be blessed everywhere. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Womb. Preach. Preach. <laughs> the fruit of your womb will be blessed, and the crops of your land and the young of your livestock, the cows of your herds and the lambs of your flock. That means everything you put your hand to and everything you produce will be blessed. Your basket and your kneading trial will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in, blessed when you go out. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction but flee from you in seven. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything you put your hand to. 
The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. The Lord will will establish you as his holy people as he promised you on oath. If you keep the commands of the Lord your God and walk in obedience to him, then all the peoples on earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they will fear you. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your womb, the young of your line, livestock and the crops of your ground and the land he swore to your ancestors to give you. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty, to send rain on your land and season and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend into many nations but will borrow from none. The Lord will make you the head, not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top, never at the bottom. Do not turn aside from any of the commands I give you today, to the right or to the left, following other gods and serving them. So, amen. You know, there there were some things in there that we need to follow, you know, not amen. serving other gods and not you know, making ourselves servant to everything except Christ, but, you know, being obedient to the word of God and the commands and the things that he He wants for his people. And so, you know, that is truly how he will bless you. And it said it in a whole bunch of different ways, but basically it was saying that you will be blessed in everything you do. And everything you're a part of, just when you're even a part of something, that thing will become blessed because you are a part of it. You'll be blessed everywhere your feet trod, whether you're coming or going. You'll be blessed in everything you produce. That's from your children to the work you produce with your hands. Anything that you're trying to do, God will bless it. And so that and essentially, it's everything says he will open up the heavens and, and give that to us. You know, God, he, that's what he can do. That's what he can do. I, I've been listening to uh, a song that I, I actually uh, heard in church service. Um, and it, a man has been blessing my soul Um but it's called Waymaker, and it's by an artist named Sinatch. But the the song is just a, a true blessing um, to my soul because it talks about how God is a waymaker. He's a promise keeper. He's light in the darkness. He can be all things to us if we allow him to. So, you know, he is just, he's, God is just awesome. Amen, amen, amen. We are at the halfway mark. You are listening live with Man in the Mirror with your man, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, and our fantastical co-host who's up here preaching up a storm tonight. <laughs> Literally preaching up a storm tonight. She out trying to, you know, one-up me, but that's okay. She's preaching oh, up no. a storm tonight. We're just, we that. are talking about the comeback. When I say the comeback, we are talking about the comeback. If you're on, you can be in our chat room. If you're in our chat room, um, Michelle's going to have the chat room. Um, if you're on, press number one on your phone. You can join in with this great discussion about the comeback. 
you know, help us out tonight because we are really having a great time tonight. We are about to take our break, only a few minutes, and then we'll come back and finish, you know, about the, the comeback. And if then you can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the mirror. And just, you know, help us out. We we are just having a great time because this is a fan, this is a fantastic discussion about I have a lot more that I'm actually gonna bring in. So again, if you have a you know, when we come back, if you press the number one on your phone and you can join this great discussion. A couple words from our sponsors. Uh, music instruction for all learners, where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491 to set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. Another supporter is Curvy Boss Project. Curvy Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, inspire motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women. Curvy chicks are boss chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Curvy Boss Project. And we're going to take a few minutes. This was the song of the day. The Lord told me to use this one tonight because this is what we've all been talking about. Just remember, Jesus can work it out.
You're back live with Man in the Mirror with your host, Ezekiel L. Montgomery, and co-hosting Michelle Johnson as we are discussing the comeback, the great comeback. You can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash in dash the mirror. We have about 20 minutes left of this great show that I'm just enjoying tonight. And I have a few surprises for the end of the show, so you just have to keep tuning in and listening. And we are the second part, and normally we let, I let Michelle, you know, I'm not normal, I'm going to let Michelle, because it looks like we do have a caller who has joined us, and I'll let her, let Michelle take that caller, because we are talking about the great comeback, and I have a few more things that I want to, you know, discuss before we, you know, finish this discussion tonight. But, Michelle, you go ahead. And you can take our caller. Amen. Well, caller ending in number 7196. Again, caller ending in number 7196. Welcome to the man in the mirror. Amen. Hello. Sounds like our caller may have had to step away from the line for a second, so we'll try that again in a moment. Okay, not a problem. You know, we know these things do happen, so we want to keep it moving. Uh, But I'm just having a great time. I'm having a great time with today's show. Um, And um, like I said, before we went on, before we went off, we were were discussing the comeback. And I'm actually... I'm going to read something, you know, because we have a guy, and I put it in the chat room and our um, event page. We have a guy that's a God of second chances. And um, I'm going to read this. I found an article online that says, thank God, thank the God of second chances. Last year I got a ticket for having expired tags. It was the second ticket in two years I had received for the particular infraction. It might not be the only ticket I've received since moving to Washington. I really, I'm really a good driver. At least that's what I keep telling the police. I went to court to see the judge if the judge will waive the ticket fee for my expired tags since I complied to the, register my car immediately. I thought the judge would notice that I was nicely dressed and had a cheerful demeanor and a general, general conclude that I, I was good for society. The problem that she didn't look at me at all, she looked entirely at the computer screen. When I, when I prayed, which I prayed didn't list all the past infractions, that prayer didn't get answered quite the way I was hoping. I see this isn't the first time you've driven with expired tags. No, Your Honor. Looks like you've been busy, Mr. Howerton. Yes, Your Honor. I couldn't think of anything to say that would change my situation. So I blurted out, I throw myself upon the mercy of the court. I'm not kidding. She looked up from the computer screen. Then she smiled and weighed the penalty. I was given another chance. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. That's Jonah 1, 3, that's Jonah 3, 1 to 2, New International Version. You know what that's called? 
a second chance. God is the God of second chances or 10,000 chances. If this isn't enough to drop us to our knees and humble thanksgiving, I don't know what is. What do you think of that, Michelle? I I think that <laughs> that a lot of times we we throwing ourselves on the mercy of a whole lot of people. Um, but you know they say obedience is better, so it's better to be obedient because like we were looking at Deuteronomy, we see how God will bless us for the obedience. But thank the Lord for the mercy, uh, and and He will give us second and third and fourth and fifth chances, he's just that good of a God, again, the goodness of God. So, you know, the obedience, though, is is a good thing to do. (laughs) Good. You know, that was funny because, you know, that's what we do. We don't sit there and wait. We start blurting out stuff. And then, you know, he said, I'm throwing myself on the upper those cute. I'm throwing myself on the mercy of the court. It's like, okay. So that was funny. So I'm wondering if we should try our caller again. I'm going to say yes. So caller, I'm trying to let let the caller know to get get themselves ready in case <laughs> in case they're back on the line now. But uh, caller ending in number seven one nine six again. Caller ending in number seven one nine six. Who's pressed one on their keypad? Welcome to the Man in the Mirror show. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Welcome. Yes, we can. Okay, great, great. What did did you want to give a comment today? Yes, um, I'm actually Bernadette still. I'm the one that actually Uh. had to quote (laughs) (laughs) on Facebook, so I am really excited about being on with you guys, I love the platform, and um, I just wanted to say that I really appreciate what you said about the biggest comeback of all because uh, truly Jesus is the ultimate example of that, and I just appreciate that. Um, that was just really encouraging uh, to hear tonight. Uh, you bring that home so so thoroughly about, you know, three days went by, and, and, the, and the devil thought he, would, he had defeated them, but, you know, Jesus wasn't wasn't defeated. He was just it was a setback. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. we think that a setback is a defeat and it's not. And so when we realize that there's a difference, then it's easier to come back because we already have the victory and if we keep that in mind and we just turn, you know, and, and it's easier to to come back and, and accept, you know, whatever the setback was, but no uh, that, that we're not quitting. We we can rest, but we don't quit. So we come back, we do it better the next time, um, mm-hmm. and we let God do the work. And and I just, I just, um, you know, I guess I'm excited that that he saw uh, the quote and really, you know, took it a little bit further because I think people need to be encouraged that that we are victorious. You know, we are not defeated, and that we have the victory, and we need to walk in that. You know, that's yeah, just what yeah. I wanted to say tonight, and I'll just. Again, just excited that you guys are, are taking it a little further. Amen. God is good. We we thank you for putting that up. And, you know, whenever somebody calls the, the show and 
says something. I, I really always like to thank them because, you know, you put something out there, and just like it blessed him, you you don't even know how many people that it may have blessed. Like people may, you know, you may have had some people comment, and you know how we like the pictures and comment um, sometimes, but it may have been even far more people that you don't even know about that you blessed, and that's how quickly and easily God can use us just to, to put something out there, and it can truly bless people's lives and you know as guy saw it and took it took it to heart fully he he really you know heard what that what that uh post was saying he he really got it and so you know i'm just thankful for what you did because it just blessed and so we thank you i just wanted to say that amen amen we thank you we did i definitely thank you you know, sometimes you just get up in the morning and you try to encourage yourself, and it's just you don't know. Like you said, who else is being being touched? But that is my goal in the morning to to get up and give God the first you know few minutes of the of the morning, um, and and get up encouraged and inspired to do better the next day. You know. Amen. But I do like with, with the, uh, the the guy at the. I've been in that place before where I was in court. You know, and I think uh, you know, I ain't never blurted that out, but I next time if it ever happens again, I know. I that. <laughs> but you know, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, we do that with God. You know, God is constantly uh, providing us new benefits on a daily basis and new grace and new mercy, and, and uh, He's a good God. and you know, when we can extend that as people to one another, it's, it's just uh, such a testimony because there are some people out there that still know how to to be like God and, and, and be Christ-like, you know. And so on a daily basis when we're going through our day and people are upsetting us or whatever's going on, you know, we do have to know how to extend that grace and mercy so that we can, you know, receive it as well. Amen. Oh, Amen. Jessica, did you? Yeah, did you have something you wanted to say? I just, I just wanted to thank her because she encouraged me, and I, I had a mental block all week long. And the Lord said, "This is, the, <laughs> this is the topic tonight." You know, you get those mental blocks when you're trying to do stuff. It's like, what am I going? What are we going to talk about tonight? And the Lord said, "The comeback." And what triggered it was, was when I was listening to my, uh, 106, and the guy said, "Sometimes we get those unexpected blessings." And I said, that's it. When those unexpected blessings come in, you know, because God gave me a couple unexpected blessings in the past three weeks. I'm like, okay, go ahead, God. I I see you. I got to give you props because, you know, when when you're ready for that comeback, no, we can't take that. We can't take, as I said earlier in the show, we can't take, what is it, say that it was ours. We can't take any, you know, say, hey, I did this. No, that was all God. Another thing that Shell said earlier that sometimes you think, you know, if it wasn't that blessing is not meant for everybody, it was just meant for you. Because God has blessings for every individual. We can't, as as I said, we can't take credit for it. But when God has a blessing for you, if you don't see anyone else getting it, because it was just for you. 
And if he has an unexpected thing for you, it is for you. You weren't even looking for it. You weren't even expecting it. That's why it's called unexpected. But it was for you. So when he said that, that's what triggered it. God gives us these unexpected blessings that we're not even thinking about. But as as we say, that was that favor that he put on us and blessed us with. And so, again, that, you know, that quote was sticking with me all all week long. I said, yeah, this is how we're going to do it. Amen. Thank you. I definitely, um, I just want to accept that. I was going to definitely, this, the show itself is just great. And um, if if I could do anything to 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 get people on on Friday, to, to, you know, I definitely will because some, especially even the calling in to be able to vent and, and talk about what's going on and, and it's real, you know, it's, it's dealing with real subject, real issues. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a whole bunch of fluff, and you know, I just I appreciate that because that's what people need. And and um, so I definitely, you know, Hezekiah definitely will be uh, in, encouraging folks to get on on Friday night and. Uh, and, and hear what you're, what you're doing. Amen, amen, amen. We that's, that's, that's what we're here for. You know, we are here doing the ministry of the Lord. We are here doing what God tells us to do. And believe me, I didn't start up this way because Michelle, you know, after I wrote Rediscovering Kai, she started this thing. I was reluctant, and I said, okay, you know, I'll do it. And I had, I had a few, and that's the story, I had a few you know, interviews about my book, and then the Lord said, it's time for you to do one. I said, really? <laughs> so here we are, the man in the mirror, real, real stories, real overcomers. And, again, we are here to talk about what's real out there. We don't fluff it. We tell the truth. Like, we can't fluff it because then we're, we're held accountable for the truth, and, and that's one thing we do. We keep it real. And again, we thank Amen. you for that. Uh, we thank we thank you for that inspirational quote of the week because I look at them and I put them up there. I like them myself and I share them because you know we don't like Michelle said we don't know who they're reaching. And Facebook can't you know there's a lot of bad on Facebook, but there's a lot of good. So you know mm-hmm. we got to continue doing the good. We have to continue spreading the word any way we can and show that this thing is not always bad. It can be used because it reaches thousands and thousands and thousands, millions of people on a daily mm-hmm. basis. So if our little 2 or 3% can reach some of those millions, that's a good thing. We're down to our last five minutes, Michelle. Do you have any closing remarks as we're moving forward? Man, I just want to encourage our listening audience. I really, really do because, you know, God is, Awesome. He is in the blessing business. We have to we can we can get those unexpected blessings that you all were talking about and, and I thank God for each and every one he's given me unexpected blessings. But you know, we were talking about that that uh obedience and we do have to try to walk worthy and, and try to be obedient to the word. God sees what we're doing. He knows, He does know our heart. And some people say that to make excuse for their wrong, but I'm saying truly he does know your heart. 
and if you know it's an oversight or a mistake or you know that's really not how you wanted to handle it um and you're repentant he sees that he knows that and he will bless you as you try to uh be obedient and as you walk obedient to his word and so i just encourage our listening audience to just get one step closer to god you know we just do it one step at a time just get one step closer to god today than you were yesterday and tomorrow get one step closer than you were you know today so just just do that and god will bless you greatly he will honor that and he will bless you greatly um don't do it for the blessing but do it because that's what god wants us to do and then he will bless you and that's that's all i really wanted to say Amen, amen. And I'm going to, you know, we have a few minutes. I'm going to read this. Mess begets masterpiece. No matter where you are, God is offering you a second chance. No matter what you have done, no matter how many times you have done it, no matter where you have wandered, God is saying, if you invite me to, I'll forgive and forget. If you let me, I'll make it as if it had never happened. If you allow my son to take it, he will take the stain of your sin and shame and make it white as snow. Proverbs 28.13 says, People who conceal their sins will not prosper, but if they confess and turn from them, they will receive mercy. New Living Testament. Another translation of Proverbs concludes, he gets another chance, the living Bible. Picture a white canvas representing your potential in life. Now imagine you've thrown dark oil paint on it, splatting it with red, symbolizing your murderous selfishness, or charcoal charcoal for your static, static adultery, or teal standing for your horrific style choices in the 80s. The paint visually communicates what our sin, our stain, our running from God looks like. We think, that's it. Now that I've made a mess of things, it is all I can see. Game over. But it's not. Those simply became the colors that God, the master artist, takes and uses to begin his masterpiece called you. For this, we thank God for the second chance. When we stop running from him and surrender our lives to him, that's when he does his best work. Accept his grace. Be fulfilled with great gratitude. Make commitment to developing a heart of praise. Leave your piety, leave your pity party behind. Develop a thankful heart. And with that, I'm just going to like to thank everyone who's been listening and telling and talking about the comeback and for Miss Bernadette, we thank you for coming on. This was a good show. We are all overcomers. So please don't be down. Wait on him. Keep looking up because your comeback is around the corner. This is Hezekiah Montgomery signing off. And we'll see you at the mirror.
Devotion, the Amazekeyan, the 